Hey everybody, this is Theo Martinez coming to you live from the city of, uh, from my home office in the city of Inglewood, California. Now, one of the reasons I mentioned uh, that this is Inglewood is because uh, Inglewood is right under the flight path of the airplanes that are going to uh, the interna- LAX uh, International Airport. And so you'll hear airplanes going by once in a while and because I am live, I'm not editing this, this audio, so uh, what I will do is I will stop every time an airplane goes by so that you can, like right now. So that you can hear what I'm saying and then so we'll get through this, okay? So um, today I want to share a story and I'm calling it a journey. And so uh, at the end of the story, at the end of my journey, I am going to make an invitation for you to join me in that journey. So, um, so here goes. So, uh, a, a lot of the points in the story are going to be uh, familiar if you've heard my other podcast, because some of it I've already mentioned in in my other two podcasts. By the way, this is podcast or episode number three. I have committed to doing 365 of them, one each day for the next year. So this is number three. So a lot of it, a lot of what I say is going to be repetition. But so the repetition is for two two reasons. One, the first one is for purely selfish reasons. I just want to get better at, at speaking in a public platform, in podcast, for instance, right? And the second reason is because through repetition is how we learn. So I'm hoping that through repetition, um, you guys can pick up something that I've learned and maybe you find it useful. An airplane is going by, sorry. So I was married at the age of 22 and um, I was divorced at, at the age of 47. In those 25 years, I worked very hard to make my marriage work. I wanted so much to stay married. I did not want a divorce at all. I spent a lot of energy just trying to find a way to fix my marriage. My marriage was broken and I didn't know how to fix it. I did a lot of reading, a lot of research just to try to find a way to make it work. I had reached the end of my road. I reached the end of my resources. I saw no other option but to let my marriage go. Now, anyone who has been uh, here married before can tell you that going through a breakup is very, very painful. It's a very hard thing to do. So uh, then there's this saying that a lot of people used to, a lot of people use the saying to talk themselves out of a divorce, and they, they say something, I started hearing this, it's cheaper to keep her. I didn't like it, I still don't like it, but it's what some people say, right? So ever since I was a little boy, I had the idea that marriage was for, for a lifetime, so I wanted to stay married. For me, these were very strong reasons to stay married. One is to avoid the emotional pain and then the second, the second reason was to avoid the material pain, right? It's cheaper to keep her, right? So you stay married so you don't have to spend all that money and, and split it down the middle and, and all that good stuff. So two very strong reasons. But that was just at the surface. 
Now the underlying reasons were uh, even stronger for me because now we're talking about um, the, the, uh, the, the emotional pain, yes, and the financial struggle, but But for me, it meant that I was going to be going against my personal beliefs, right? Remember when I was a little boy, I, I, I thought this, I had this idea that marriage was for life. So I already believed this. And then I would be going against cultural tradition and then against family expectations. So I didn't want to let my family down. I didn't want to be a failure and a divorce meant failure. But it happened. I got a divorce. I heard a man once say, as long as there's life, there's hope. So even though I was now a failure in the eyes of some, I wanted to make things right. After the divorce, I had two options. Live with the guilt or let go of the guilt and the blame and focus on restitution, rebuilding and renewing. I chose the latter and I set out to make things right. I wanted to prove, not to anyone else, but to myself, that I was not a failure in spite of my divorce. So I started meditating. Along with meditation, I was also reviewing my 25-year marriage, trying to figure out what went wrong. How could I have done things different, better? Then I got an aha moment. I read a story once originally published in Reader's Digest in 1988. The title of it, I don't remember it exactly, but it was something like Johnny Lingo and his eight cow wife. Now, I'm not going to retell the story here, but uh, it has to do with uh, I, I wish, if I can, I'll leave you a link to it. But uh, but anyways, just just look up uh, Google Johnny Lingo and his eight cow wife, if you can, and, and then read that story. It, to me, it's a, an amazing story. I love, I love, I love the idea that Johnny Lingo knew who he was. He knew what he wanted. He felt that he deserved what he wanted, so he found a way to get what he wanted, even though. What he set out, uh, even though what he wanted did not exist at the time, right? And, and, and you know what I'm talking about once you read the story. In simple terms and how I understood it, Johnny Lingo was the kind of man who was attracting a very special woman. So one day, thinking about the story, I got a flash of inspiration. If I want to attract a special woman into my life, I needed to be just as special as I wanted her to be. So what, how that sounded in my mind to me was that if I wanted to find a princess, I must become a prince. That's exactly how I put it in my mind, right? So that was kind of like, ah, yes. So I got more focused on my reading and my research. I enrolled in a life coaching certification program. Now, being enrolled in a life coaching certification program meant that I wanted to be a life coach. And to be a good life coach, 
I felt I had to apply all the lessons learned to myself first. So I started growing and uncovering a better version of myself. So on the one hand, I felt really good about my learning and my growth. But on the other hand, I felt no closer to finding a woman who would share the rest of her life with me. Now, the beauty of this path that I was uncovering is that it has a way of fixing any and all problems, real or perceived. So one day, a wonderful woman appeared, apparently out of nowhere, came into my life. Now, one of my services is to put on workshops at a community center for a nonprofit organization. In the group of regular attendees was this beautiful, enlightened woman that later became my girlfriend. Uh, I was teaching there for literally two years before I even noticed her. She was practically invisible to me. Now, as I said, she became my girlfriend, but she is now also my best friend, my confidant, and my coach. Together, we accelerated our learning and growth even more, and together, we set out to discover what true love is and to find ways to share that true love with others every single day. So we both came from failed marriages. So we wanted to serve people who are married. We want to share our lessons learned and our experiences to help married couples stay married. And when that is not possible anymore, we want to help people have a smooth transition from marriage back into the single life again. So my girlfriend is now my fiance. We've, we've been together for four years. And you might say, well, that's not even enough time to give you enough experience to make you an authority in married relationships, right? I know, that's what you're thinking. So what qualifies us to give advice on marriage? So I have a three-part answer for that. Number one, I, we don't intend to give out much advice. We intend to do a lot of listening and sharing what has worked for us and asking questions that would draw out your own solutions. So ultimately, it is always up to the individual how much they take for themselves and how and when they want to apply it, right? Now, number two, we both have a lot of experience in what didn't work. So we would love to help people avoid the pitfalls that got in our way. And number three, we have developed a system that we intend to use and also share with, with others. And so as we learn and grow with the system, we will continue to make adjustments and changes, and we will continue to share publicly, probably on this platform, what has been working for us and what hasn't been working, right? So we want to invite all of you to witness our journey, and we also want to invite you to join us in this journey. So what do you say? Won't you join us? Thank you very much for listening. Um, I really appreciate you guys. Um, I wish you nothing but the best success in marriage, in life, in general. And I wish you well. I wish you health. There's an old saying that goes something like, as soon as the airplane goes by, I'll say it there. Uh, and I'm saying that, that goes something like, I wish you health. I wish you wealth. I wish you all the stores. 
I wish I wish you heaven after death. What can I wish you more? I think it's something like that. Anyways, I wish the best for you guys. Okay, thank you for listening. I will see you tomorrow in a matter of speaking. Bye. Thank you.